Are you stressed? Do you fear what you'll be facing when you wake up in the morning? Is life simply causing you to question its essence? If so, you're in the right place. Welcome to Spirited Daydreams, the show featuring lightworker and psychic medium Carla Shields, where the answers to some of life's, and yes, the afterlife's most thought-provoking and compelling questions are thought. Spirited, as Carla is known as by many, brings her inspiring, passionate, and powerful spiritual teachings to the Internet. So, let's take a moment to welcome the host of the show, your spiritual healer, Carla Shields. Hi, everybody. It's Carla Shields with Spirited Daydreams. Sliding in just in time for this show. And tonight's topic, a funny thing happened on the road of my life. And the show, introduction on Blog Talk Radio and on Facebook, talks about how the show is going to focus on how your guides and angels and others on the other side help you get where you're meant to go, even though you're not sure about it yourself. And because most of us can appreciate a story and we learn from stories even when we're children, I'm going to tell a little story. I'd like to take you for a walk with me on the road of my life. Just a path here and there, not the whole story. Rest assured, I won't burden you that much. You know, like many young people, I was blessed with a family that loved me, and I knew it. And I had choices for future, college, university, job, career, which way to go, which way to go. Some young people just know for sure where they want to be. And I was one of those that I followed my heart. So when I had to make this kind of a decision, it was tough. I had options, and I had a bit of ability in music because I had played the piano since I was four years old. My family was very musical. I always took a lot of music classes and learned different instruments. So I had a background with music, and I loved it. And that's the path I wanted to follow because I wanted to share music with the world. Apart from my family, skiing and animals, music was it. Still is, actually. The connection, it was one of my primary connections to Mother and Father God and that energy back then, and it still is today. It still can help me tune in. With the right combination of lyrics and tones, my head chakra would open wide. I remember I was in a, at a school concert when I was about 11 years old. And it was a rare occasion that I wasn't performing because I was usually singing or in the orchestra or the band or something. But this one time, I, I don't know if it was a different age group or whatever, but I was sitting in the audience. And I remember um, and when a certain passage of music hit and certain tones, my crown chakra opened wide. I could feel the opening at the top of my head and I felt the energy flowing back and forth and I felt so much love excuse me love and healing and joy and that was one of the first times I can tell you that I consciously was aware of what my crown chakra was I didn't know what to call it I had no idea what a crown chakra was I just I knew I knew instinctively what it was but I had no formal training or and 
there weren't many books, at least not around my house, on this subject, and no one to talk to. So I, I learned everything from my guides. I really did until I was, my guides helped me until I was, um, gosh, in my mid-20s, I think. And by then I had already done a number of readings. I just didn't tell people they were readings because I just knew. People would say, well, how do you know that? And I'd say, I just know. I don't know how I know. I just know. So anyway, let's fast forward a ways. I don't want to take you through the whole journey. So here we find a young woman in her 20s. She honestly is loyal, true, honest, kind, very tenacious, tenacious as heck. And she she just doesn't give up on anything. That was definitely me. Still is. <laughs> she she tries to see the good in people, not the bad. As usual, it's a spirit, you see. Even today, she prefers to see the good in people. It's painful to see the bad because you can see that that isn't who they really are. When you have this gift, you can see past a lot of the garbage, a lot of the play acting that people do. And my particular ability, I don't know how it compares to anybody else, but I just know I have a gift and I'm able to see right through it. Well, as you might suspect, coming from a a normal, naive childhood, you know, half this facade, the act they put out, well, moving forward, I got into a relationship and into a marriage and I followed my heart, and it all worked out in the end. Moving forward, we'll move forward to when a child was born, my son was born. The very one I knew would come so many years ago when my guides whispered the name to me and the gender. I knew when the time was roughly for this supposed to happen. I did, you know, I tried everything to have a child for years, and it just didn't happen. It wasn't the right time. My guides let me know. I didn't even know what to call my guides. Let me let me tell you that. I I just talked to my higher self. I was able to talk to my higher self from the time I came in. I always did that until I was about 12 years old when I was in sixth grade and I was becoming aware that this could be dangerous for me to do. And you'll hear more about that on the next show, Sunday. Quickly interjecting. There's a special show, Sunday, on healing. And I'll talk more about this then. Uh, But do tune in Sunday morning. And uh, if you're not sure about the time, just check back here or on Facebook or at spirituddaydreams.com. It will be advertised there. So anyway, following her heart, working so hard during the day in a day job where she wasn't always feeling very welcome. A lot of us don't feel welcome at our job sometimes, right? Co-worker issues or competition or maybe just the struggle or what, what have you. You know, so that so that our family can have more and more protection from the world. You know, the most important thing to this young woman was her family, her children, her mom now working to try to help family, the most important thing were those beautiful people that loved her as much as she loved them. So she learned what she could do 
and she did what she had to do. Most of us do. And it can be funny because we're, we feel like we're bucking up against the wall. We're hitting the wall and we're just not breaking through. You know, it really isn't very different than most people when you hear this so far, right, in terms of uh, a young person gets into a relationship, starts out somewhere, has a child. Most of this is pretty common, pretty, you know, not that different. So what's the funny thing that happened? Well, as I said, to say, I didn't know I was any different than anybody else. I didn't know I had a gift that no one else had. I thought everybody could do what I did. I honestly did. I did for many, many years think that everybody could do this. I had no clue. I really had no clue. Um, I, I, As I said, when I was about 12 years old, I was becoming aware it was unacceptable to communicate with the unseen in public because I was starting to get an idea that maybe people just didn't do what I did. So the times that I felt the most that I was on my own, doing my own thing, my way, you know, like you're trying to go for a promotion at work or learn something new, some new skill. It could be baking, crocheting, what you know, building a house, whatever your thing is. And it, it almost seems like every time I was trying something important, important, something would happen that required I bring my special self back. That's what I used to call it. That's my special self. I'd call between me and and the invisible beings. Um, I could see them until I was 12. I get a glimpse now and then, and I see them more and more. I do hear them more and more audibly now, and I do communicate regularly all the time. But, you know, it, it wasn't something that I... I dared bring out of the cupboard on a regular basis because times were such that you just didn't do this. So what does that have to do with the funny thing that happened on the road to my life? Well, everything. Everything. Because every time I would hit that wall, you know, like when my first husband didn't come home or I heard the rumors and I knew where it was headed. I just knew. I knew. But I was stubborn and tenacious and lived up to my end of my commitment. And I really did care for him. And being the pure-hearted soul I am, I did what I had to do. And I loved my son that we had had together. So I turned back to my special self. And I'd ask them what to do. And every time they told me, How about the times that funds are low and you feel desperate, not just me. We all have these times, right? The best thing to do is just stop and ask for help. When a childhood friend of mine died so young, so tragically, and I was still pretty young myself, yep, I'd go back to my special place again. Loved ones would pass on. As you get older, you lose more loved ones. And they cross over to the other side. And it's painful to lose them, not have them in our life every day. Or you're just having a rough day, or people are treating you badly, or there's health issues of a loved one. All the normal parts of life. Everyone has to face these things. 
In every single situation, though, and as with most people, there have been a lot of those situations, and I'm sure there will be many more, every single one, inevitably, I ended up turning to the light. I call it the light now because that's what it is. It's the source energy of mother and father God, all that is, whatever your religious beliefs are. The fundamental truth is that it is from the light. And I knew that. I knew, and I always try to do things myself, don't we? We try to work through things. We try to do the best we can with what we have. We try to build or or fix the problem. And sometimes you just run into that wall and you don't know what else to do. So I turn to the light and I'd use my gifts. But you can too. Who do you turn to? A friend? A family member? Yeah, I did that too. But you know, every time, as soon as I was alone, I just started talking to the other side about it because I always did that. I thought everybody did that. I found out as I was as I was going through church that people called that prayer. Um, and yeah, I was raised with some of that, but, but this wasn't the same thing as their kind of praying. My friends would do one prayer and I'd just be told in a conversation. And I'd be getting information. They didn't have the same information. It wasn't quite the same. As a young girl, I'd light a candle. Now, no, bear in mind, no one taught me these things. There were no courses. There was no one in my family teaching me any of this. I didn't share this with anyone in my family. I was afraid to. Um, when I did share something, uh, it, the least bit of information to, that, that showed I had this, my mom would quickly say, we don't talk about those things. Well, it turned out she had the gift too, but she had learned, I guess, not to share it. So I would light a candle and I'd meditate on the flame. I knew how to meditate without anyone ever teaching me. And I would see the colors of the candle. I'd see the blue and the green and the brown and the yellow and the orange, which you can take classes about this now, which is pretty cool. Um, But I just knew how to do this from a prior life because now I understand. And we all have prior life strengths that we can draw on. And sometimes we don't know. My point is, Sometimes we don't know what those strengths are, but we just know we can do certain things. And we figure we're pretty talented or we're pretty good at it. My point is to use it. If you have something that you're really good at that helps you cope with life's changes and life itself, use it. If it's not hurting anyone else, it's a gift for you to use freely and openly and probably one that you've spent many, many years and maybe several lifetimes cultivating. And it might come easy to you this time, but it probably took quite a bit for you to learn it. So I'd meditate and I'd chant playfully as a young girl. I'd dance around the living room, up on the sofa. My my folks were wonderful people. They they didn't get upset about those things. I could, because I was young and I was light, so I suppose that's different. But I would jump up on the couch and dance around and I'd make my own music and I'd feel so free and free and easy and I'd be connecting with spirit. I would. The funny thing, I wasn't looking for something, you know, 
the funny thing is that it wasn't something I looked for. It wasn't on my goals list. Sure, I read books as I got older. I, I still do. I I really enjoy listening and reading about motivation and self-improvement. And um, I've, I've always been fascinated by this. It's something that, that I, I, I was actually drawn into by my dad because he would read some things like this and he'd share the books with me. So ever since, I've just kept doing it. And inevitably, I get something out of every book, maybe just one thing, but it's always enjoyable. I, I love it. But but not so many books about about the subject of being a psychic or a medium. I really didn't turn to a lot of those. I didn't feel the need to. And it wasn't until I lost my daughter to suicide, which I've done shows on, so we won't go into that again, um, that I knew I had to move forward intentionally with this special part of myself. And when other family members crossed over and more, and the messages were coming through more and more, and some messages after two family members passed away at the same time, I had some messages come through so clearly and so, so distinctly that I couldn't ignore the gift anymore and I couldn't ignore um, what I was meant to do. Let me tell you a secret, though. There's a secret behind all the books, the movies, all the inspirational posters, everything. The spiritual and honest truth. Some things in your life are supposed to happen and some things aren't supposed to happen. It's that simple. Some bad things happen in your life that never should happen. But people have created these situations and due to free will, it happens. And the angels and your guides and your loved ones and your own higher self that you can connect with on the other time, on the other side, at any time, who is really there, part of you is always on the other side. And gosh, I knew this as a kid because I talked to her. And she helped me tremendously. Still does, <laughs> and but these, they're there for you. Um, a guardian angel. There is no reason not to ask for help. The things that happen are meant to happen for the advancement of your soul. They're going to happen one way or, or another. The only time that's not going to happen is if you get so far off your track, off your track, off your track, and you just give up. And you never go back again. Well, uh, most of the time that means you're coming back again in your next incarnation for a do-over. And you'll start over. So my advice is, just do it now. Just do it. Because we all have things to learn. We all have things to share. There are people you meant to meet for a spell. Some are fun. Some are difficult. And often... You've worked this out with them before you were born. Each other, learn another lesson. When you finally accept that, usually the relationship will end or change or there'll no longer be the tension between the two of you, at least not on your end. Sometimes there'll still be tension on their end, maybe some competitiveness or jealousy, because they haven't figured it out. You're feeling their end of the tension but you really don't get it because you're okay with it you know oh okay I accept this and once you accept it and accept the people for who they are and just let go you're fine 
but sometimes you're still forced to be in a situation with them for work or some club or something, and they they just can't let go, and you're like, geez, I don't, you know, why don't they just let go of it? And when you're an empath, which I've always been, I used to hide it because I thought, you know, it, it is one of my gifts. And when people talk about empathy, personality quizzes for work, I would hide that. I would hide it, the fact that I was an empath, because I didn't want anyone to have a clue of it at work of, of who I was. Oh, my goodness. This, this would be totally unacceptable. And today it's so funny because it no longer matters. The truth is the truth. And where you end, my point is, where you're meant to end up, you're going to end up. And the more you fight it, your guys are just going to help you get right back there again. Something else is going to happen in your life. And if you're facing things that keep happening over and over and over, and why do these things keep happening to me? And and I don't know why, why I, no matter what I do, it keeps happening. Well, you haven't learned the lesson. You're taking the class but you're not accepting the lesson. So look at it. Step back from it. Ask them just quietly and over and over and over. No matter what I do, I'm not getting it. No matter what I do, if you know, I don't care. If you, if you want to be so skeptical that you say, I don't know if you're really there or not, this Carla person says, Gertie Daydream's person, whatever, says, I should talk to you. So if you're really there, can you help me figure out what I'm supposed to learn from this? All right, do that. Try it. But the key is you have to be open. You have to listen. You have to pay attention to the sign. They don't show up with a book, although that happens too, but (laughs) you won't often be handed a book by someone and say, here, read this. It's the answer to all your problems. Although sometimes it's been known to happen, but it's very rare. Is very rare. But you will be given signs and signals of what to do next. You won't always get all your answers from the other side all at once. I, you know, look, I've been around here a while. I'm not 20. And I still have my personal challenges in my personal life. And, my, and we all do. We have challenges because we care about our family and our loved ones and we care about making a difference in the world or doing our best or taking, being able to provide for ourselves or our children or grandchildren or what have you and, and help people. And we run into these challenges. And it, it, the funny thing is that we, we take it so seriously, and I'll be the first one to say amen, I do, because I do. I will do everything in my power to do it like Bewitched. I used to love that show. Bewitched, Samantha, because there are some similarities. I'm, no, I'm not a witch, okay? But the similarity is that even as a young girl, I knew I had a gift that I couldn't talk about. It was a secret, like her. And I didn't, I, I couldn't use it in public because I could be put away for being a psychopath or something. I thought, now that's so silly, but I thought, So the thing is that if you watch that show, she'd do all these things and she'd try to do everything right. And something would happen. 
on these episodes. So it was it was really good writing, I have to say. Something would happen with Darren or her husband at work or something, and and, and she'd have to use the gift to fix it. And he'd allow her, <laughs> oh my gosh, allow her to use her talent, talents and so forth. Everyone has a gift. Everyone. There is no human being alive that wasn't sent with strengths and weaknesses. You have strengths that you can draw on. You may not be a psychic medium. You may not be a psychic. You may not be um, gifted with those kinds of talents or abilities. But you have one. I have known people who have mental retardation issues and and I have known a couple of them really well. And one of them had a, has an ability to take pieces of, a, of electronic equipment and make something else out of it. Now, this person does not have a high IQ, but he can take care of himself because now with computers, he can work on computers. But back when I first knew him, it used to be stereos and the old TVs with the with the bulbs, the tubes, and he could make things out of them. And he'd go to the dump and he'd come home with all this stuff. And he drove his family crazy because he'd come in with all this stuff. But it, he just had a natural gift. And it has helped him. Another person is very good with money. You couldn't get this fellow out of two cents because he is so good at watching his money that he's able to work a regular job in society because he's very good at handling money. So my point is that everyone has a gift. You are special. The funny thing is, there is no one that isn't special. You have a unique ability. And there may be billions of people on the world, on this earth. And there may be hundreds of thousands that have an ability similar to yours. But no one, but no one, but no one has the exact same situation, the exact same combination, and your spirit added into it to create the magic that only you can create. And anyone that takes that away from you by putting you down just doesn't get it. And they have lessons to learn. And all we can do is let go of them. Because people are going to hurt you when you're a sensitive spiritual soul. And some of us just don't grow a thick skin and move on because we can't. It's not who we are. If we did that, we'd be someone else, right? So we learn to bless those people with love and release them from our life. Try that. Just say it quietly till they don't have to hear it. I bless you with love and release you from my life. It's magical. Sometimes you have to say it a lot if you have a really difficult person in your life. If nothing else, I suppose there's some psychological component and it makes sense that by doing this psychologically, you're reminding yourself to let go of the situation and then not add more to it. So either way you look at it, it works. I have so much to say and I'm running out of time, but I do hope you'll tune in Sunday because Sunday's healing show is very, very important. You know, nowadays I do help people on purpose, not just where I'm planted and not just now and then, 
nowadays, I've opened up to the public to try to help you get the answers you need out of the way so you can live your lives a little easier. Sometimes it helps to communicate with the other side. You won't get every answer to every question you have, but they will probably give you the next step. What's the point of knowing your whole life story? You have a long way to go. Feel along. So feel free to contact me for your personal, psychic, or mediumship reading. Yes, I do readings on your relationships, your life, your job, and such. Sure, I can do that. Yes, as you know, I do mediumship readings and do connect with loved ones on the other side. You can always book your reading at the website or just send me an email from the contact me page at spiriteddaydreams.com. It's S-P-I-R-I-T-E-D-D-A-Y-D-R-E-A-M-S.com. Or email me at mailbox, just like the mailbox, at spiriteddaydreams.com. If you're not in touch with me on Facebook, you can find me there too. And my contact information is there. I send you all the very, very best. And I hope that you'll consider that everyone in your life is special in some way. Everyone. May we learn to acknowledge this in each other and lift each other up instead of putting each other down. Life is too short for that, my friend. I wish you all the best. Take care. Bye now.